Hello, and welcome to the My Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Gabrielle Genter, and I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling, to discovering myself through the help of energy healers, shamanic practices, grounding in nature, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. This is a journey of being stripped raw to the place of knowing no thing, as it is there we are able to open our hearts to everything and create a new existence on Mother Earth. My hope is to demystify the process of becoming one with your higher self and sharing your light from that place, and I want to bring you along for the ride. everyone welcome back today it's a rainy day here and i'm all bundled up in this cute sweater that says my love is just a reminder find your center by trevor hall and it's from his concert which i didn't go to but i wanted this sweater so i ordered it online and i have felt this for so long this statement and This week, I'm going to talk about how this actually looks like in my life. And this question or this talk actually is coming from on Facebook. There's a group called My My Leap of Faith Energy Tribe. And if you aren't on it already, it would be lovely for you to sign up. But essentially, because I'm not on social media anymore, I just post in there from time to time and This week, I posted um, a YouTube video that really struck me and, and kind of brought this whole conversation up for me, which is Gigi Young posted a video this week called Insolment. And in the spiritual community, not many people talk about this. And I've kind of like alluded to it, I think, through the years as I've gotten more to my center, but, and I've definitely had conversations with people about this, but this video is just, in my opinion, a perfect way that encapsulates all of the things that I feel, which is when we extend our helpers or or, or the things that are guiding us to our soul purpose or to our embodiment or to anything, a lot of spiritual people will call this your spirit guides. And I felt that, I mean, a long time ago, they aren't outside of me. It's happening inside of me. And this video that Gigi Young does, she goes on and explains all of the, the reasons that us attaching entities or <laughs> extraterrestrial beings to these beings outside of ourselves, it's a way to kind of separate yourself from the process of your own ascension. Because essentially, you are only able to tap into what you are. You're not going to pick up on something. Okay, I'm going to say this. <laughs> You're not going to pick up on something that isn't in your body or in your DNA unless you're not protected. So again, I mean, I guess protection is the first and foremost of any work that you're doing with energy. 
But if you are protected and you're tapping in, let's say, in meditation and you get visions and you, a lot of people will say like, oh, Archangel Michael came to me or the Palladians came to me or the Andromedans came to me. Essentially, these are just <laughs> our third dimensional way of trying to label and understand what's happening. And I've felt for a long time that it really is not that. I, I think it's our, our way for our third dimensional minds to wrap around what's happening, which is fine because we're all conditioned, let's say through religion, through our, um, whatever, everything that comes into our experience, even the YouTube channels and all the spiritual guidance that we get. But the more centered you become in your own knowing, you start to realize like, oh, these are just energies that are me because they feel like home. They can feel like different personalities, but they ultimately are just a different flavor of your essence. So when I figured that out, and I, I mean, maybe it's been a, a couple years that I've known this, you kind of let go of giving the power to something outside of yourself because then you start to feel it. It's not, it's no longer someone talking to you or telling you and you just take blindly whatever advice they're giving. It feels like if I can feel it through my heart portal and I get emotion off of whatever is coming through, then I know it's tied to me because I get a resonance. Like, And that can look like goosebumps or in my case, a lot of times it's tears or just a, a deep remembering, not a I'm learning something that I never knew. It feels like, uh, like an inhale of, yes, I remember that now. So what I'm trying to explain is that none of these things are outside of ourselves. Now, before this video that Gigi put out this week, the only other person that I've ever heard talk about this is Matthias Stefano, And if you follow him, you will know that he always talks about this. The, the more centered you are in your own access, you can see that you literally are your own your own cosmos, literally. I think the saying from Rumi is, you're just a drop in the ocean. And that is like everything because everything is you, but you start, you stop making like putting importance on something outside of you. So in the Facebook group, I posted this video and I'm going to shout out a, a question that I got from Amber, which brought in a whole different layer of this. So Amber wrote, um, just recently started listening to your podcast. And a few days ago, I listened to episode 10 about spirit guides. At the time you were talking about reading the book called signs. And I believe you mentioned how spirit guides would communicate with you through the Oracle cards. I was wondering if you could touch on this and how you view signs from the Oracle now, for example, Okay, so when I did the, the video number 10, which I think this week we're on 138. <laughs> so I love that you guys have the access to my journey because at number 10, yes, I still believed that we had guides and I didn't wasn't centered. Essentially, when you're not centered, you think everything is outside of you. So yeah, I believe that that there were guides and that's who I was communicating with and getting messages from through the oracles. And I wrote back to her. And if you go to the energy group, you'll see a, a long, long, long post about this. But 
What I wanted to get across is that when we start our journey, everything is outside of us, right? Like you're this being that feels like this body that's separate from everything. And you're asking for help. So you're trying to tune into an energy that can bring you closer to your purpose or your center. And in the case of oracles, yes, like for me, the oracle decks that I have, which are many, um, actually the one that I have on my desk today is the Starseed Oracle by Rebecca Campbell. I don't know if you guys can see. It's too many lights. Get back here. And... Um, my mom just gave it to me, so it's just been sitting on my desk. But essentially, when I have a question or something that I want to tune into, or if I'm meeting with someone and I want to know what their energy is bringing for the day, I tune into that person and pull a card for them. So I'd still use oracles. And this this is the thing, though. <laughs> I know now that I'm just getting higher direction from a place that isn't of this this dimension, right? Like I'm just like putting this, this kind of call out into the universe and saying, I want to tap into so-and-so's energy that I'm meeting with today. And I, and I want a guidance on where I should start the conversation. Where are they in their process? What is it that they're going through? And that helps me to know like, okay, this is the angle or the way I use it. As I look at the card that I pull, actually helps me understand the focus of, in this case, their ascension reading through human design. And so far, it it's like it never fails because it always gives me the angle that I need to approach the ascension from. Never, it's not like something that I could, my mind would know. It's that I can understand the, the essence of what I'm trying to get across in this this three chart ascension. And so far it is like dead on every single time because, and it doesn't matter what deck I pull from, it's just helping me tune into the, what that person needs to know the most. And then I explain it through the language of human design. So, um, the other day on March 3rd, I had a session scheduled and it was with someone that I had met about seven months ago, and I had done her original, like traditional human design reading. So she booked a, an Ascension reading. So I already had met her. I kind of, I don't know her. I just met her once. And so I kind of remembered her and I did her Ascension blueprint and I, t I pulled a card for her and went to the session. But wait, before that, I forgot about this beautiful part. That morning, I got in my car to bring the dogs for a walk. And the second that I got in the car, I never do this. I looked at the dash and the um, the mileage said uh, 100, it said 104444. And you guys know <laughs> this matching up is like everything to me. It's our address. It is 144,000. It just means, and I know because I use that number all the time, I know it speaks to me. So the moment that I saw it, I was like, whoop, something's happening today. So I took a picture and I sent it to uh, my um, the mystery school that I'm in. And I said, something's definitely going to happen today. 
So I knew something I didn't know. You never know. You never know where where it's going to come from. But the thing is, is that I knew, right? Like, and that's all that matters is I, what I start to get present and I start to really start paying attention to the signs. Because at the end of the day, that book, the, the signs and, um, it's by Laura Lynn Jackson, and I'll link it below if you guys haven't read it. It just talks about like the signs are everywhere. We like, we don't need oracle cards to tune into our guidance, our fractals, but that's just a step, right? So at this point in my journey, I've gotten to the point where, yes, if I'm wanting to tune into someone specific for a session, I'll use the oracle cards. But in life, I the more present I am in the moment, the signs are in every single thing that I do. So getting into the car that morning, I knew something's happening today. So then come to the session. For me, it was at uh, 1230. But right when we got on the Zoom, she said, did you notice I scheduled the appointment for 3-3 at 330 because she's on the East Coast. And I was like, oh, I didn't. I didn't. (laughs) I didn't catch that one. But I was like, okay. So I go into and I start her session and I got like maybe halfway through. And then she said, um, can I tell you my story? And all of a sudden I was like, wait a like, <laughs> of course, like if you've ever had a, 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 any kind of session with me, a lot of the times I try to give and I, I don't really ask questions because to me, I feel like whatever comes through, if it resonates with you, then that's your, your story, your experience. But in the case of if you want to share with me, I'm like, oh, yes, please do, (laughs) because I love hearing. I love hearing other people's journeys. So she opened up and shared her process up until this point, which the reason she stopped me and wanted to share is that up to that point was like exactly what had happened in her ascension. And as I like I slowed down to be present and let her tell me her story. All of a sudden, this energy of her, I could see so clearly, and it wasn't the same person that I had met seven months ago. So what happened is then I started getting all of these downloads of that she is embodied, she's centered, right? So the girl that I met seven months ago wasn't that. So she had gone through a lot in that seven months, which it, through listening to her story, she had quit her career. <laughs> took she'd taken the leap. She has started creating something, and she has moved herself forward in the process, and that changed who I could see in her. So in our conversation, I was like, "Whoa, okay." So I'm I'm feeling into this. I'm seeing this. I'm knowing this, and I'm like. Okay, I'm so okay. I I listen and then I continue this the 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 reading, and then at the end I asked her, you know, um, I have this feeling and I'm I'm gonna just ask you. It may be a lot, and and I want you to just sit with it. But I really feel this urge that I'm supposed to invite you to the mystery school that I'm in, and I mean I don't invite like it's not that my place to even invite people, (laughs) I would say, like, I don't, I, I've always felt like I hold the space open to whenever I talk to people or whenever I'm tuning into someone and where they are in their journey, 
I look to see if they're centered and I try to guide them towards that centeredness, which usually looks like stop looking outside to, for example, what's happening in your kids, what's happening with your husband, what's happening around you. It all needs to come back to you. Like don't tune into other people until you're centered in your own being and you know your fractals. So when there are a couple of people in the energy circle that are close and I have been like working with them on a subtle vibration on getting them over the the hump. (laughs) And that looks like a different thing for each of these people. Like some, in some cases it's making them more visible, getting them to speak more, sharing their gifts more. In others, it's a totally different thing. It's like guiding them in their own experience, but Ultimately, I haven't felt this this call like I did with this person. It was like, she's not even in the energy circle. And I was like, uh, blah, <laughs> Can I want to invite you to this, this sisterhood because you're there, you're ready. And then um, I felt like after I did the invitation and all of that, I was like, just sit with it, you know, don't, don't reply right away. And I then I got really nervous after the, the Zoom, I was like, I wrote to the the um, mystery school girls and I said, I think I know what the sign was and this is what happened. This person just came in like a whirlwind and I knew, I just knew that she's ready. And, and I said, so I put the invitation out and we'll see. And then like, I think a co- that was on a Friday and then like a couple days went by and I, and I, then I got into my doubt and I was like, well, maybe she's not ready to, to like, rise to that occasion to go to be in circle to share that magic that like the way being centered feels like to me is that you go from being chaotic and like attached to external relationships let's say or dramas that are happening in your life or this one said this and I did that and that's being uncentered to me that is like you're still in the in the the school you're still working through all of the karma that you need to work through and let it come to the surface and then take the leaps of faith to get on the other side of them then that brings you to your center so what I'm finding is that the only way to get to that place of calm cool, collected you is to allow all of those bubbles to come to the surface of what needs to be worked through in relationship with others, in the way that you treat people, in the way that you are in your integrity, in the way that you express yourself, in the way that you bring up your own gifts and you share yourself, service to others. All of those things want to bubble up through you to find you to your center. And honestly, the center really is only allowing all your fractals to come down. That's all that it is. But like most people settle for these like little strings of information that come in and that's not being centered. That's tapping into something, but that's not holding your center. So then I think by Monday, I got an email and I didn't open it. I just, you know how in your phone, it will have like the first sentence. It was like something like, cause I was in the kitchen doing something. It said something like, like there are no words to describe how I feel. And then all I could see in that short sentence was comma, but, and I just felt like, oh, <laughs> is she not ready? Is she like, that's where my doubt came in. And I started to question like, you know, I can only hold space and and like encourage others in the way that I see them 
progressing in their own purpose. But sometimes people don't step into that or step through that portal, right? Like everybody has the choice of free will and not everybody is ready to embrace and and push themselves off the cliff in that leap. So I was like, so then I just didn't want to even read it. (laughs) And I just went about doing whatever I was doing in the kitchen. And then like a couple hours later, I got to my desk and I was like, okay, let me just see what what she's going to say. And it wasn't that at all. She was like leaping full force into it and was like a, a zillion percent yes. And then I just felt like this grace kind of wash over everything because in when you are an activator, ultimately all you're doing is sitting here hoping that this vibration reminds someone of who they are and helps them step further into it. So in the case of this person, she's already on her own path. She's already centered, but there's always steps. When you're centered, then the next thing comes. As you guys know, I'm never done with anything and no one is. If they say that they've made it to enlightenment, that's a lie because if they are, it's the, no, (laughs) we're here to learn. So in even in the centeredness, there's always going to be the next stage that you need to go into. And remember, it's the spiral that always is going up and getting you deeper into the process of that connection. So feeling into her being ready to step into this next iteration of her process and her, and also, I guess I would say just her opening up to the invitation of that, because if you think about it, like the next hurdle that you have in your own process, I'm probably 100% sure that it's already been introduced to you. You already know what the next step is. Everybody does, but there are so many ways that we talk ourselves out of like, well, I'm not really ready for that. Am I, I don't know if it, how to do it. Like if it's a technical thing, I, whatever, we can come up with a zillion reasons why we're not ready. All you can do is like be open to receive these nudges. But if you choose not to go through that portal, then you stay in that circle and you don't spiral up. Then you, it waits until the next invitation comes around. And Essentially, in this story, I want you guys to understand that it it went from back in episode 10 of me using the cards as this way to tap in to now everything, like everything that I come in contact with, if I'm present, there's a message for me. So I I was saying in this post on the, the Facebook group, it's gotten so ridiculous that I use YouTube and Pinterest as an oracle. So for example, after I wrote this long post in the Facebook group, I opened up um, Facebook, no, I opened up uh, YouTube, and there was this uh, post by Cryon about the circle of 12, which is about meeting your fractals. So it's like, no matter what tool you're using, if you're connected, your fractals are speaking to you in every possible energy thread that you tune into. So I'm not on social media anymore. So I use Pinterest and uh, YouTube in the feed. Like I'm not searching for anything. I just look at the feed and I'm looking for the answer to whatever it is that I have put out into the energy of the universe. And without fail, every single day, (laughs) 
something, some new energy, some kind of response. A lot of the times, um, Mateus had done this year in Egypt, which was in 2020. And if you guys watch those posts, he would speak like in Spanish and then English and Spanish and English for two hours. So it was like kind of impossible to really stay focused. But now um, someone has edited the videos to be just solely in English and solely in Spanish. And so there's like 300 episodes of just wisdom that come through every day from him. And like I, I watch them every day, but there's also just a feed of ones I haven't seen. And I, if one pops up, I know that's going to be the answer. And, and sure enough, like whatever he's teaching on, it is exactly the, the place that I needed to hear. But the difference too is that as you are moving up your spiral and you've taken those leap points and you've went through those portals, you can now understand things on a much deeper fractal level. So now what I could hear him saying two years ago when he was doing those posts originally, a lot of it was like a little over my head. But now because of what's happening in my own life, I'm able to absorb the teachings in a totally different way. And I know a year from now, if I rewatch them, it would be the same. Because the more that you open up your own experience, you un- you carry deeper codes to understanding what other people are putting out. That goes for, let's say, Mateus, but that goes for songs, that goes for anything. Like, <laughs> I talked about this in one episode. I don't remember the name of it. Um, oh, I think it was called Multidimensionality in Action. And that is like the perfect example of this. Everything is available for us in this third dimension. But you can't see through the, the third dimension until you're beyond the third dimension. And then you can see the codes in whatever anyone is putting out. And then you know, that's how you you do that discernment. And you know, is this person for me? Is this vibration mine? Is there a, a bridge that's linking us together? And maybe I'm not quite there yet, but I can feel the truth in this. That's discernment. There are other times where the other night this uh, this person came up in my feed where it was just solely negative and her tearing down not only other spiritual people, but also like um, working with the plant medicines. And and I, I, I watched for about 15 minutes her one about plant medicines and why she disagrees with it. And of course, she's never done it. And it's like, I because I wanted to see the, the polarity of where I'm at with it. And here this person is calling herself a spiritual teacher talking about something that she's never experienced. And so what is that? That's a complete polarity to what actually is, right? So after that, I was like, okay, block. (laughs) I'm not into that energy. I was curious to see her perspective, but it's not an educated perspective. It's a, a, an ego perspective. Just as me, I talk about my plant medicine experiences from a place of where I'm at, let's say fast forward 10 years from now, is that going to be my same perspective? I don't know. Because why? Because I'm growing every single day. And and I don't know if on that point, this will still, this vibration will still line up. I'm guessing that being in the earth, plants are the medicine that we're here to learn with and to grow with. So I don't think that that would change, but I still open up my 
consciousness to guide me where it needs to be. So I I think that's everything I wanted to talk about today. Um, I just ultimately want you guys to know that please stop making this about something outside of yourself. Start giving yourself the the credit because the more that they understand that you're a part of them, the more it blossoms open. And it's like, okay, they're listening. Like she's listening. She gets us. Like she's not attributing this to so-and-so in the Pallades. Like, no, if you're, if you feel the energy of the Pallades coming in, it's you, it's you and another fractal. (laughs) And, and, and maybe you are tuning into a lifetime in the Pallades, but you have to find the vibration in that that feels like home because when that hones in, it's coming from that heart portal. It's coming from this center of all things that is a feeling in the body. It's no longer coming through the mental. So in my own evolution of my human design, I went from being a channel of the crown and allowing it down to having the the heart portal or the the, the G center, self center defined as my portal. And I, I think I might've touched on this At some point you could hear in my episodes, I go from saying like, this is how I heard it or downloaded it to this is how it feels. Everything that comes through me now is a feeling. And if it doesn't, then, and it's just, I'm tapping into a thread of energy that's not my vibration. I know that too. So what I'm saying is that the more that you start to invite these fractals into your heart or your thymus, it's actually right here. It's above your heart center. You'll, you'll start to understand that this is where everything is. This is the portal of actually the, the human vessel. And this is where it all is going to come through. Just being open to pulling it inside instead of keeping it out of you is the, for me, the number one way to understand it. And again, I'm going to send you to the episode that, um, that Gigi Young did called Insolment. I think she explains the history of this and kind of why the dangers of thinking that that entities are outside of you matter. I think the more that we start talking about this in terms of like, we are the messengers, we are the ones that are changing things. We are the ones that are here to create the new earth with the planet. It's not coming from outside of us. I have said this before. I've never identified with the ships coming down to save us. That's not reality. Reality is we are the ships. We are the portals. We are the Merkabas. We are the actual vessels that are here to do the work. So the more this urgency has come up in everything is that we have to take the power back and we have to start really looking at our ascension of, is it just a hobby or am I here to actually do the work? There, there's a big difference and there isn't a judgment in that. If you are here to just have spirituality as a hobby and, and a like a, a place that makes you feel like heard and connected, but you don't actually want to do the work and start taking the leaps that's where you are in your process. And I would just say there are younger souls and older souls, and there is no right or wrong. It's just where you are. But if you feel this urgent call to become centered, it's because you're here to bring something here. 
you're not here to just play on the fringes, <laughs> you, you know, like you have to go deep. You have to get quiet. You have to really find that stillness. And I mean, that's why everybody talks about meditation. It's in the quiet moments of your mind space that you can start to feel things. And I mean, this whole process for me is just explaining how I got there, you know, and I hope that I do a good job at it. I I never know. I love when you guys give me feedback because it helps me to take a, a pulse of where people are at and what I should tune into to speak about. And I want to thank Amber again for bringing this conversation up because it is valid and it is something that needs to be addressed. Um, the other question I got from someone this week is Kay, and I want to say thank you so much. Um, she asked about how she can donate to this me or this podcast. And if you guys go to below the in the description of the podcast or in YouTube, there is a link to donate. I don't talk about it because it's uncomfortable for me, but I don't have enough listeners on YouTube to turn on the thank thank button to for donations. So if you feel called to that there is a link below and of course I I I mean I uh, it's really hard for me to receive but I do thank you from the bottom of my heart if anything I am saying to you hits a chord that is opening up your own remembrance. I would very much appreciate any energy that you give back. Essentially, that is how we work with each other in the future is it's a trading, it's a movement of energy. And I mean, I have services that I request, you know, a money for, but in these free sessions, there should be an energy exchange. There should be this pulse of movement. A lot of YouTubers have this, like they're if you are centered, you have this service to, to others so deeply opened up in you that it's most likely out of balance in these people because the way our society works and YouTube works is that we are able to put out free content, right? And the hope is that you start to to activate others into maybe your other offerings or to work with you in a deeper way, but sometimes people aren't even there to go to the next level with someone. So if you do feel that and you're in that space, a donation is lovely. And on top of that, I just feel like just so grateful to have this outlet to talk, honestly, and to share these ideas because ultimately I'm doing it for myself as well because as I verbalize, I also learn. So um, I hope you guys are well this week and just know that things are definitely intensifying. This using spirituality as a hobby without the work is moving away. And what that feels like for me is that we're moving up the gray scale. We're moving up the ladder. You guys have these choice points, and so do I, and, and I'm not saying it's easy. But in the case of, I want to bring it back to the person that I had this moment with where I felt her being so centered, for the very next day, I got a download of something I've been working on on my own and trying to find ways to move forward in something. And it's very much tied to this person. I haven't told her about it yet, but 
I know that we're here to have this dance. And I know that that she's like the pivotal point of the opening of this next leap for me. And I'm just going to say it's about interviewing people and interviewing people where on like hearing and sharing what their journey was, because as I tuned into her centeredness and heard her story, it's like what this whole podcast has been about, but in another person. And it's like, those are the magical stories that help us all find relatability codes in it. So then a few days later, as I was tuning into something for my own journey, I asked, how do I start to open up to find more listeners? And and by saying that, I've always said I only want people here that feel this vibration, but I know I need to start opening up and not be so like tight, held tight. So right away, there was this flash of me interviewing and it was showing me interviewing her. Now you guys know. <laughs> I, it, that's a big step for me. And I know that the thing is, I've always felt like other people do interviewing so great. Why would I need to? But I don't, it's usually people that are trying to like sell something or what I felt is that interviewing someone's own ascension process is what is needed at this point. And again, I'm going to just say the point is to start you helping everybody understand everybody can do it. You just have to take the leaps. And if you don't take the leap, you're not going to get to that center place because there's so much stiff energy that needs to be released for you to find that centered space so that your fractals feel at home here. I mean, we've been conditioned so long that you, there's like, you're like going down this path and they're saying, get over, <laughs> make that right, you know, get over. And you can't just autocorrect. You have to make the turn. And the turn usually looks like a 90 degree angle. It's never a gradual. It's usually like a holy shit, I have to leap off this cliff to get back to that centered space. So that's what came through. I know that that's the next step of this um, evolution of this podcast. And I'm excited, but also terrified. <laughs> so just know they never stop. They never stop. And I know it's my next pivotal point of portal. I have to go through it. I hope this helps you guys. And um, thank you again for everything. From you comes the honey song tender to the tendrils blooming color taste and longing for you who kiss the petals of my reach our minds send us farther than our legs can carry us but your flight weaves the membranes of our stems So we give our voices to the ones who've left us So we give our voices to the ones who cry in silence So we give our voices So we give our voices to the ones whose speech is running under soil beneath So we give our voices So we give our voices to the ones who've left us So we give our voices to the ones who cry in silence so we give our voices, so we give our voices.
speeches running out of soil beneath Subtle as your flutter beat, long beat, run beat, hum. Inside my heart a little while